This is a production of the Gold Arrow Podcast Network. Hello, and welcome to the Gold Arrow Camp Podcast, a podcast for friends of Gold Arrow Camp. Throughout the year, we join you to bring your day some of what makes Gold Arrow special. Our goal is to help you have fun, make friends, and grow throughout the year, not just when you're at GAC. Since we can't get together in real life, we gather here around the virtual campfire. We have some of your favorite parts of morning assembly, like joke of the day. We also have interviews with experienced campers and some of your favorite counselors. We think it's a lot of fun, and we're glad you joined us on the podcast. This is episode 52. We're joined by a very special guest, our very first Canadian. It's Justin Bieber. Wait, wait. I'm being told it's Squatch, who's actually from Iowa, but she plays Justin Bieber at Morning Assembly. Today was a really special interview for me. This summer was my oldest daughter's first real summer in a cabin. Now, I'll admit, she's not a normal camper. She can see her parents sitting a couple of tables over at meals, but it was a big step nonetheless. She was six, and even as a camp director, I certainly wondered if she was ready. Well, she was. She had a great time, and one of her counselors was Squatch, who's on the show today. Squatch and I talked about this idea of sending young kids to camp, and she had the most amazing things to say about it. Certainly not every six-year-old is ready for camp, and not every nine-year-old is, but at some point, probably around 10 or 11, the vast majority of kids are ready. It's often us parents that are holding them back. Anyway, enough from me. Here's my chat with Squatch. Oh, it's Squatch. Welcome to the podcast, Squatch. What's up? Hey, I'm excited to be here. I'm excited that you're here. So I guess let's start off for the people who maybe don't know you and don't kind of understand who you are and where you're from and what you do. Could you give us a little bit about who you are, where you're from and what you do for camp? Yeah. So my name is Squatch. Um, I'm from Iowa and at camp, I am a waterfront counselor. How do you end up coming from like Iowa and end up on a lake in the high Sierra? <laughs> I surprisingly get that question a lot. <laughs> so, <laughs> back in, oh my goodness, I want to say in November, I was like, you know what? I, I'm ready for something different. Um, I love summer camps. Let's do a Google search. So I just did a Google search and I was like, okay, um, best summer camps or something along those lines. And I was, you know, scrolling through all these different summer camps. I was like, eh, not that one, not that one. And then I get to the Gold Arrow Camp website and I watch all these videos and I was like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. I love it. So then I go to apply and I'm like, all right, I'm just going to go through the interview process. We'll see how things go. And then I kept on going through the interview <laughs> process and suddenly I, um, I got the job and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to California for the summer. I've never been to California before. <laughs> I'm going to live in California in the mountains. Like what? the heck so in a crazy turn of events i small town iowa girl ended up in california on the lake yeah so you ended up in a really small town in california it's basically the same thing that's that's basically true you're right basically lakeshore is just plucked out of the the midwest and plunked on a mountain if we're honest it really it really was the same thing we were just missing the corn and soybeans exactly i hey listen and i'm from indiana i i miss the soybeans and the corn with all of my heart I'll have to bring them next time. Yeah, I for sure. We, we should plant corn just for the Midwesterners so we can feel at home as the corn grows in like the meadow. 
We and do to... like some corn mazes and stuff. Oh, I think that would be it. That would be so good. Yeah. Right? We got to everyone from California know. We have to represent what's up, Midwest. We do. We do. <laughs> so, like you said, it was your first year at GAC. What was the biggest surprise to you? Because you'd obviously like seen the website and you'd gone through the interview process and you'd watched a bunch of videos. But when you get there, it's different. So what was the biggest surprise for you, do you think? So honestly, I think the biggest surprise was the culture. Um, I watched a lot of the videos before I came. I like went on the YouTube channel and I was like, I have to watch all of these videos so I know exactly what it's like. And then all the videos, um, you know, you guys talk about how it's like truly a life-changing experience. You know, you meet your best friends there. And I was like, okay, yeah, I get it. You know, cheesy promotional things. Cool. Sure, right. Then I go to camp and the cheesy promotional things are true. And I'm like, <laughs> what the heck? It's not a cheesy promotional thing. It's the real life. So honestly, just like what surprised me was the friendships I made. I didn't know anyone at camp at all. I had no connections to anyone. So I was like, okay, shoot, how am I going to make friends here? I ended up making some really great friends that I still talk to and getting really close with one another. I feel like I really was able to disconnect and bring the practices that I learned at camp into my life back at home. I find that I like to be outside and in nature. Um, I actually, after living the summer um, unplugged, I actually decided when I got back home that I was going to delete some of my social media apps so I don't have Snapchat or Instagram anymore. Oh I just am on the old people Facebook, so no offense. Um, <laughs> Listen, it's what it is. Let's be honest. So it's just like everything that they that um, was talked about in the videos was was true and I was able to apply to my life back at home and I just thought that was such a neat experience to be able to take these things that I was learning at camp back into my own life I'm so happy to hear that because I feel that way when we make the videos I'm like oh this just sounds like such promotional <laughs> stuff like I know it's true but when you say it you're like oh my word this is what everybody says so I'm really glad to hear that you're like oh that A, I'm not wrong and that it's a it's a standard field that's like, uh, sure, okay, best friends of your life. But B that you got yeah. there and you're like accurate. Yes, one hundred percent. I guess I'm interested. You talked a little bit about like getting rid of your Snapchat and your Instagram. Like so that's like some kind of like, okay, you got used to being unplugged. What else are you using kind of in a daily life? Maybe things you added to your life as opposed to things you took away when you got home from camp? I think let's see. Things that I added to my life. I think I added more time outdoors. Um, I know like one day I was just like, you know what? I just want to be outside. So me and my roommate, we just went for a walk just around town and just being outside. Um, I remembered how much I loved that. And I was reminded of um, how much I loved being outdoors just by spending the summer outdoors. I think I've done a better job at being a good friend. Oh, good. Um, I know we talk a lot about friendship at camp. Um, and we really, um, emphasize getting to know other people. And one of my biggest problems is I talk a lot <laughs> and there's sure. nothing wrong with talking a lot as long as you're listening. So I think I've kind of learned to be like, okay, I need to like listen a little bit right. more to what people are saying. And it's definitely helped my relationships too. Um, just because I found that people I've known for the past two years here at college, suddenly I just know new things about them. I had never known before. Right. And just taking a moment to listen to them um, was huge. That's a, it's a really good point. I am in the same boat. We, uh, we are both big talkers and yeah. Camp reminds yeah. me every year. Hey, 
you should listen a little too because other people like to talk. And it really is I come home and I find myself more willing to listen when I get home. Yeah, definitely. So, so when you were at camp, you were a waterfront counselor, but our activity counselors live in cabins and you spent the summer living with what we call our baby bears, our youngest mm-hmm. ladies in camp, kind of like girls coming out of kindergarten, first grade, second grade. My daughter was in your cabin at one point, full disclosure. (laughs) I think a lot of parents would look at the idea of sending a six or a seven-year-old away for two weeks as insanity. So you (laughs) lived with them and I think you enjoyed it. What would you- Oh, I loved it. Right? And so what would you say to parents who look at their seven-year-old and they say, no, way too young to go to camp? I think, honestly, you'd be surprised at what your children are capable of, because after living in a cabin with these crazy and fun and adventurous girls, I just found that these girls were confident and they were just courageous. They really were, because I look back at myself at that age and I think, oh my gosh, I would have cried. But I was never given that experience. I was never given that experience. And I think sometimes it's good to just be like, you know what? I know you're going to be in a safe environment and it's going to be scary at first. And we definitely all dealt with that. I was in the same boat too when I first came to camp. I was scared at first. But I think that was something that um, we definitely had conversations about in our cabins. I know the first couple of nights were always a little bit rough. Um, A lot of, you know, singing songs together, um, you know, talking about home. It's good to talk about, you know, what things do you like about home and what ways can we make camp more like your home? Um, So we would have those conversations. And by the end of the week or the end of the two weeks, I guess, um, it was just like we had this huge bond. And I think every single one of my campers, they they were excited to see their parents, but they were like, oh, I'm coming back for a month next year. Yeah, right. I could do this for a month. Yeah, and they realized that they were capable of big and scary things when they had the right supports in place. And I believe that camp has the right supports in place by having counselors who are constantly with them, constantly caring for them, or keeping them busy throughout the day so they're not you know, always having downtime where they can think about, oh, maybe I do miss my home. And I I think it's just such an incredible experience for these um, young children to have. Well, and I think it's hard. Like as a parent, like when my daughter is sad, like my natural instinct is to remove the thing that's making her sad. Right. Mm -hmm. And, And obviously as counselors, like you want to help the kids in your cabin get through their sadness. But getting through the sadness is different from removing the thing that makes them sad. And I think, and it seems so counterintuitive, but one of the best ways we can help kids grow is by removing their parents from the equation and saying, listen, this is, you you said it exactly, this will be scary and you will be sad sometimes. And that's okay. Like you can be sad and it can still be fun. Yeah. And we definitely had a lot of those conversations where they, we would sit around the campfire and they'd be like, you know what, Squatch, I'm, I'm feeling a little bit homesick right now. And I said, yeah, that's completely normal. I mean, look at, look at the situation you're in. You're a week and a half in, it's okay to be homesick, but it was more like a controlled 
emotion. You know, at the beginning of the week, it, it might have been a, a few tears. Sure. But towards the end of the week, like, you know, I might feel a little bit homesick, but I know how to handle it. Because as counselors, we were able to maybe give strategies. I know one strategy that um, I like to use was maybe imagine one of our happy places. So we would talk about, okay, what does your bedroom look like and everything? Or we talk about one of my happy places is like this beach I imagine or something. So we, <laughs> we talked about that and just being able to say, you know, it is okay. But also as a counselor, I would say, you know, sometimes I feel a little bit homesick too. Sure. And I think showing that we're all human and we all have emotions that maybe we don't like that much but it's okay to have those emotions because everyone has them. Yeah. I think it's like you said at the very start of this conversation about the baby bears is you can, you'd be amazed what they can do and how courageous they are. And I think it's true when we give seven, six, eight year olds, the opportunity to prove themselves, they do. Like I watch bears on the high ropes or the zip line or sailing or any number of things that are scary for adults. And it's yes. not that they're fearless. It's not that they dive into these things with no fear whatsoever. They're they're scared, but they also have learned in a really short amount of time, I can do scary things. Like that's all right. Yep. And I think that's really cool. What was your absolute favorite part about working at camp? I think the people. Okay. Um I just had such a fun time um getting to know so many different people from everywhere you know we had so many international people we had people from everywhere in the u.s um and getting to know what everyone brought to the table because we all had our different talents um and i think it was just so much fun i loved all the opportunities i had even as a first year staff member it wasn't like anything was based off of seniority everyone was in the same opportunity to make their camp experience what they wanted it to be so i think being able to do like morning assemblies was super fun for me. And I was always like so honored that I got the chance to do that. We, so we that should quickly talk about, because people who listen might not know, I'm going to, I'm going to give it away a little. You're actually the voice of Justin Bieber at camp. I know it's crazy. I don't sound like him right now, but. But you do a, <laughs> such a good, Hey girl, Hey, Justin Bieber. It's actually so funny. Um, <laughs> It was, it was just so random. It was Bon Bon came up and he was like, um, Hey Squatch, do you want to be Justin Bieber? And I was so taken aback. Like, I guess this is the camp atmosphere. You can really be Justin Bieber. And it was just so much fun to stand behind the curtain and be Justin Bieber. Like, (laughs) I think what people don't always realize is it's easily as much fun to do morning assembly as it is to go to morning assembly. A hundred percent. And just like the energy that you get from morning assembly. I remember I would go down and I was like, I'm going to be as goofy as I want to be because if someone doesn't like me for being goofy, then that's okay because I like being goofy. So I would just go and say it like, you know, the silliest things I wanted to say. Maybe it wasn't funny to everyone else, but I was having fun. Well, that's, that's what I learned the first year that I got to be on stage a little bit for morning assembly. I was like, if one person is laughing, even if that person is me, this is worth it. <laughs> and that's sometimes how it would go, especially with the joke of the day. <laughs> uh, joke of the day often only entertains me. Um, also, Zoltan is often only funny to me, like Zoltan and Brian. Only ma- only I'm laughing. But that's okay. We're, we're embracing yeah. it. We're, it gets a little weird sometimes, if we're honest. So 
<laughs> After morning assembly, you'd head down to the waterfront. I guess for people who might not kind of understand how camp works, like what what did your day look like on the water then? Okay. Oh, um, I would go so I would wake up in the morning um and then we would go I would see what activity I was on for the day um go to breakfast morning assembly and then I would go to my assigned activity so that could be anywhere from kayaking to Niski wake um and for that morning I did my certain role I guess on the waterfront um and I was able to meet lots of campers, um, which was one thing that I was really appreciative of. Just getting to know everyone at camp was a lot of fun. We would do like a name game and I we would set off for the day um, doing our activity. And a lot of it was just having fun and being crazy. A lot, a lot of it was jumping around in the water, splashing each other, you know, trying new things, sure. conquering fears, all that good stuff. We're, we'll wrap it up here. It's time for the speed round. Five questions we ask absolutely everybody who comes on the podcast. Squatch, what's your favorite camp song? The Moose Song. What's your favorite item on the salad bar? Spinach. Oh, okay. <laughs> I had somebody tell me the other day, lettuce. I was like, okay, can't have a salad without lettuce? I agree. That's true. Favorite lip balm flavor? Oh, um, Niski Grape. Niski Grape, great name, great flavor. Around the campfire at night, mallows or popcorn? Uh, Popcorn. Okay. And finally, Squatch, what's your real name? Oh, we're all out of time. Next time you're on the podcast, or maybe the next time you're at Morning Assembly, we'll, we'll figure out what your real name is. Thanks so much for coming on, Squatch. Yeah, it was lots of fun. In a world with far too much seriousness, far too much drama, we bring you something different. The joke of the cast why is it called joke of the day if it's not funny do you guys know what kind of pictures turtles take shelfies at camp we love making friends but we know it's harder to make friends at home that's why we bring you this the friendship tip of the week Our friendship tips are all in the category right now of staying in touch. And one of the ways you can stay in touch that's really fun for friends is to reach out to those friends that live far away on their birthday or other special occasion. Now, as a society, we do this with like holiday cards, but you could do it any other time, maybe on your friendiversary or on the anniversary of some fun trip you took or experience you shared. Try it. It'll be fun. Now is the part of the show where we do what we call a gaspiration. And this one really inspired me because Squatch talked about it when she was talking about being on stage and even if it's just for you and how when a joke doesn't work, you can still have fun with it. So I think she inspired me to use this quote from Viktor Frankl. Our greatest freedom is the freedom to choose our attitude. Well, that does it. That's another episode of the Gold Arrow Camp podcast in your ears and into your brain. Hope you enjoyed that conversation with Squatch as much as I did. As always, special thanks to you for listening. Special thanks to Cheerio for putting together the friendship tip and the kindness calendar, which you can find on our website. As always, if you like the show, feel free to rate and review it wherever you get podcasts and to share it with a friend or a neighbor or someone who you think would really enjoy it. As always, I'm Soy and I'll save a marshmallow for you.